Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of the Nintendo's Podcast, the Nintendo podcast where we talk about games both new and old. I am one half of today's co-host, Brayden, and across from me, I have the ever-lovely other half of co-host, Connor. What's up? Hey, Connor. How you been doing these past couple months? I tell you what, just awesome. I'm so glad. Way cool. Uh, and we played so many good games. Many good games. How have you been? I'm good too. I made it through COVID and the holiday season in retail. and Same. So uh, back for more Nintendo goodness. Absolutely. And this episode, we're kind of softballing it a little bit. We're coming at you with a little bit easier of an episode for us, but it's not for no reason. There have been some personal achievements in this game that we've accomplished recently, and kind of the game's life not lifespan but uh that's not a, a bad term to use it's 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 a uh, well i guess it's not dead yet right <laughs> maybe maybe it is it's promotional period almost has come to a close i right. guess if anything that's tough but yeah we're going to talk about super smash bros ultimate the nintendo bible <clears throat> in a video game essentially yeah i mean what we're trying to say is that they like the game is officially now three years old mm-hmm. and just hit its third anniversary back in December. And just around then, like we got our last bit of content for it. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we're not getting any more DLC. I don't think we're getting any more additional spirits even like on. Right. Like guest guest spirits from new games or anything, which was a thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. They'd have lots of cross promotions between new release games and stuff. but. Mm. They um, they are and no more balance patches. I don't think either. I think right. this is it's like, for all intents and purposes, this is the the final state of the game. They sure. are, they are still updating it with like weekly like themed online tourneys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's still like official like professional fighting game tournament tourneys. Like oh, the game sure. is still active, but as far as like improvements and additions to the game mm-hmm. go, it's uh I think it it has reached its ultimate uh, iteration, as it were. Wow. Well, and we were hyped for this game from day one. I have vivid mm-hmm. memories of watching the Video Game Awards until midnight on December 9th of 2018, and we went to GameStop and got our Smash Ultimate copies, and yeah, it, it was a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd, we've played them, all the Smash Bros. games up until this one, and just... And Smash Bros. has always been a big deal for us. It's, yes. It's uh... The N64 being our first Nintendo console, Smash was one of our first games for that. It's one of the earliest games I remember playing. Mm -hmm. And obviously just such a great natural introduction to everything Nintendo at such an early age. Just all Nintendo things packed into one game. I remember we were a little too young for Melee, but we went to the midnight release for both Brawl Mm -hmm. for the Wii and I went to... The midnight release for the Wii U version as I, well. I went for the 3DS version, okay. which didn't they release separately? I think they did. They were they were staggered a little bit. Yeah, and then we did the midnight release for this one, and we watched the Game Awards like across the street uh-huh. at like a co- coffee shop across the street from like the GameStop that we got it from. Yep. Watched the uh, the Joker reveal at the oh, Game Awards. That's right. Because they revealed the first they revealed that they were doing DLC uh-huh. the night that the game came out, which was pretty cool. Wow. Just uh solidifying that the game would have like an extended life past release Mm -hmm. because the the road leading up to ultimate was also really interesting as well like as just as far as like content leaks Mm -hmm. all the way up to release rumors just like 
precedents that were set from other releases that may or may not have been like followed all the way. Mm-hmm. A very interesting, uh, tumultuous period, I would say, yes. in a lot of ways. With the Grinch leak. That's right. Which is momentous to me because I was pretty all in for it. <laughs> uh, did they? Who did they promise that like didn't make it? Do you recall? A lot. I I, mm. I do kind of want to go into the Grinch leak. Okay. In a, at le- in, at some point, mm-hmm. just because I think it it was compelling and it was interesting. But yeah, like it's it's just interesting the planning period for this this subsequent th- three years since its release because it's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and it has every character and like m- most content from all the other Super Smash Bros. games up to this point packed right. into one game, plus new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we we didn't really know for certain that we were going to get DLC and content updates along the way for sure. And then they announced the Fighters Pass the night that the game was released. That promised content up until up through February of 2020. Yep. And then fast forward to February of 2020, mm-hmm. and the final DLC character is released. And then they, then they announce another Fighters Pass. Yeah, buddy. Going up until like 2022 or something, mm-hmm. obviously, or something like that. I don't remember the exact date, yeah. but it, but it extended it so much more. And then there was like I I wonder if they planned the second fighter pass from the beginning because you think there's a chance they didn't yeah i think it's possible wow i think i mean i knew that they knew there's no way that they didn't know that this game would be a huge success obviously Mm -hmm. but just the way that the development of the dlc has also progressed like you can tell and that and they are pretty transparent about the process of like they're developing each new dlc character kind of like consecutively right like as as they are released yes they're like we use this like month months long span working on this character Mm -hmm. obviously not like right before they were released yeah like not up until like the day they're (laughs) released but the the development was clearly planned consecutively in chunks because like covid even like delayed the release of the some characters because like they had to halt some um development Development. and promo and stuff Mm mm-hmm so, it, I mean, it just makes me, I, I I would venture to say that it's possible that they did not plan the second Fighter's Pass, at least from the beginning of development, but sure. from, like, release, even. Uh-huh. I don't know. And the second Fighter's Pass had, like, the biggest surprises. Yeah, it did. And the biggest fan service of all. Yeah. Ultimate uh, really has come to be just a huge celebration of gaming. And... Gaming as a whole. Yeah. Gaming as a medium, I guess. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a... I don't know. It's sort of become analogous to like the marvel cinematic universe and <laughs> yeah. that like it's it's mostly just kind of like franchise fan service uh-huh. um at least on the surface like it's just like characters from everything and everywhere and like they they're kind it's kind of like a surface level interpretation right they do the coolest of, things that each yeah, of the characters the most the most iconic things that the character is known for right. is like all they do in smash and so it's like it is a little surface level but it is still like a very large celebration and it and the intricacies and idiosyncrasies to all the the character additions especially mm-hmm. like when i when when each new character drops and we have like sakurai going over their entire move set and everything explaining why they have each of these specific moves every move in like a character's move set is inspired from something specific from their game right you know like he he didn't make any of it up like off the top of his head or at least very rarely did he have to uh-huh. but when when you get into the minutia there is a lot of like very intentional honoring of like specific games and like their mechanics even and stuff oh yeah 
Minecraft uh, Steve. I mean, yeah. we'd never quite got an episode out on him. We, you know, we managed to cover mm. some character releases like individually. Sure. So if you're interested in those, uh, I think we covered like Pyra and Mithra. Mm, we co- Sephiroth. Co- Sephiroth, Banjo-Kazooie at one point, I mm. think. We didn't talk about Steve mm. and his moveset that Sakurai interpreted for him yeah, is ridiculous. beyond creative. You know, mm. it's like and really breaks the mold of what we thought Smash could big time function like and Kazuya almost yeah. uh, maybe not more so but yeah I don't know just like in a different way pushing Smash in a different direction as a fighting game or like sure. the potential that it has and simultaneously like incorporating key core fighting game mechanics like honoring that whole genre yeah know, yeah in a really interesting way but yeah so the road to ultimate's release was I've I've always been a I've always been a heavily involved in the speculation, <laughs> like from like the fan base on what's going to be in the new Smash. Right. I'm always when there is a new Smash game coming out, I can't stay away from like forums and stuff and just like watching people pitch everything, throw their evidence out for mm-hmm. why it could be or why it couldn't be. Watch them call each other idiots for think for believing that something could or could not be in, and then Sakurai just shattering everything, breaking all the rules, and defying expectations. Yes, it absolutely becomes conspiratorial. Yeah, like yeah, you you see something. Does this mean this character is going to get in? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Like um, I think it, at E three, the first E three twenty eighteen, when we got the announcement we got it we got a teaser into the spring 2018 mm-hmm. that was revealed we got a new smash game coming out for the switch and the inklings are going to be in it from splatoon right that's all we knew uh, we didn't know if it was going to be like a a new iteration mm-hmm. be- because it's important to note we didn't know what ultimate was going to be because we smash wii u and 3ds cut characters mm-hmm. cut stages altered a lot of things and so we didn't know what to expect out of a, a new entry whether it was just going to be more or even more pared down and refined right um so when a new game was teased we had no idea what to expect but then come e3 several months later we get the announcement that it's ultimate everyone is here they <laughs> show snake in the trailer and mm-hmm. everybody loses it um and at that same e3 we also got the ridley reveal that ridley the uh-huh. most infamously uh, desired character probably in Smash history Mm -hmm. was going to be in the game, in the base game. Not even like no conversation of like DLC or speculation yet. Right. This is going to be every character that's ever been in Smash and also Ridley. (laughs) But all that to say, as far as like all the wild speculation goes, there was like a barrel and some weird green and red like background detail in one of the interviews with Sakurai during E3. Do you know do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. People went crazy and said that meant K rule was coming. That's right. Uh-huh. And it was crazy speculation. It like I mean it, it, it there was it no basis have made for sense. it. Not at all. No. But it eventually did. And <laughs> but and, it, and people kept trying to do that. Like there would be random background stuff just like in Things like that, and people would be like, "That's a signal. That's a symbol that someone's coming." Right. It never really was, but I th- I do think the biggest one that has since kind of been forgotten, but at least at the time, at least in my experience, <laughs> the biggest internet wide conspiracy at that point was the Grinch leak. Oh yeah, 
And I had a lot of fun with that one, and I was pretty bought into it. What made it so convincing? Do you remember? I do remember. I remember it very vividly. I remember I remember where I was the day when I read that it broke, the uh, morning that it broke. I was on my break at work. Oh my gosh. I was even at that time I was like kind of scouring 4chan pretty pretty frequently too. Yeah. I'm reluctant to admit. <laughs> uh but that's like where things break the quickest right. and conversation moves the fastest and that morning the Grinch leak broke and really 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 felt authentic <laughs> um, at the time because the moment that it broke the, what what happened was the story the official official quote unquote <laughs> i i remember the initial thread oh it was someone's snapchat it was a snapchat story that uh-huh. got screenshot and and this the part is i don't know where the where the fake Ness starts. Mm-hmm. I don't know what which part got fabricated, where where the fabrication starts, what what part is authentic or not. But the mm-hmm. story as it as it is, is someone posted a Snapchat story, a a person that designs promo displays for like mm-hmm. gaming conventions, um, movie posters, like someone that works at like Sony or something. Mm-hmm. They were showing a poster for the upcoming Grinch movie. That was like the main frame of the photo, but in the back, you could see a render of the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate mural. Mm-hmm, sure. With all the characters With on it. With all the characters, yeah. When Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was announced, there's like this big banner artwork um, mm-hmm. that shows every single character in the roster, original artwork of each of them, uh-huh. just kind of like on the battlefield stage in right. various poses. All side by side, kind of. Yeah. Um, Ready to go to war. Yeah, kind of like we've seen in most Smash games. Like, every character in the game, like, kind of side-by-side, facing a direction. And there was that banner in the background of this Snapchat photo (laughs) of the Grinch. Uh There was a render, what looked like a render of that banner. Pretty blurry, but you could tell what it was. Mm -hmm. And it had characters in the banner that had not been revealed yet, including Banjo-Kazooie. Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, People thought they saw Skull Kid from Majora's Mask. <laughs> the Chorus Kids from Rhythm, Rhythm Heaven. Heaven. Uh-huh. Uh, Gosh, yeah. who else? I remember now. A few others that... Isaac from... Um, Golden Sun. From Golden Sun, right. When you look at the screenshot and you blow it up, you can really see it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and the evidence, the like the real solid evidence was that the Grinch render mm-hmm. was could not be found anywhere else on the internet. Oh, that wow. specific artwork of the Grinch promo thing mm-hmm. was was not released yet. It was right, and so it was convincing. Sure, it was a good story. It made sense. It was exciting. It was right there that morning, and again, I don't know if maybe there was never a Snapchat story. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Someone photoshopped their own Grinch picture and their own weird like they yeah somehow managed to photoshop their own smash banner Mm -hmm. i have no idea but it was convincing (laughs) extremely convincing and then you had i forget his name but there's like a leaker who has made a lot of predictions for smash 4 and stuff too Mm -hmm. who was generally kind of on the mark you couldn't tell where his sources were but like he was fairly correct most of the time and he was like no grinch real grinch leak is fake incineroar is going to be in and people were like no that would be lame as hell uh-huh. there were there's no way that incineroar 
a boring another firefighting starter from uh-huh. like a different generation of Pokemon is going to make it into the Smash game that would be boring and lame. This is exciting, so we're going to latch on to it. <laughs> All I have to say, fast forward, there was one more trailer in like November before the game launched that revealed Ken mm-hmm. and Incineroar, and it, it broke my heart. I'm not going to lie. I was hoping for the best. Yeah, the hype to the game was real. All that to say. And I remember distinctly, just to cap it off, that reveal trailer for Ken and Incineroar. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. because the Grinch leak was internet wide. People were like har- like harassing Nintendo oh, and yeah. Sakurai. I'm pretty sure, you know, like when they introduce the character and it's like Incineroar uh-huh. smashes in. Oh, right. And they like, I'm pretty sure that frame was on the screen for like an extra like second or two. Really? Just to like let it sink in. It, f- it felt palpable. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was just me, but it felt like. That was on purpose. <laughs> they were, if nothing else, maybe just because it was the last character revealed. Asked for it? No, no. That's the thing. Incineroar. I mean, in, in hindsight, I like Incineroar a lot. He's cool. He's a great character. Uh-huh. I'm glad he's in. But yeah, I mean, as far as getting hype for the game, what goes? It was a underwhelming pick. Yeah. And yeah, and that was the last character they revealed before mm-hmm. the launch of the game. Which is like not a hype builder. Absolutely, they'd already kind of like blown it early with Ridley, the Belmonts, and K. Rule. Mm-hmm. Highs and lows. A lot of hype for this game. So more than maybe any other Smash up to this point, like possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a great through line here. Okay, because the hype never died. Correct. You your switch right there. This is true. Pull it out. Here we go. How many hours do you have in this game? Many, many, many. I have ba, 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 1,045 hours in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Any questions? Yeah, lots of questions. Um, in So, just frame of reference, I consider myself a big Super Smash Bros. fan and played the heck out of it when it first came out. I haven't touched it as much, but oh, I have I, I two be... or three hundred hours. Mm. Is what is really the, the frame of reference that I was trying to give? Sure. Yeah, and, and you I want, have continued to play this game. Yes, and I and I, I mean I I just want to even the playing field. It's not like growing up like you played it a lot. Yes, oh. but we played it together. It's not like I have any specific I don't know oh. inclination towards the game sure. historically before this point. Well, it, before this point, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just saying we're on like an equal playing field sure. historically. Sure. But this one hit me harder. Well, and yeah. So how many and so we've talked about everybody's here plus two fighter packs uh and that brought us what up to 74 characters? 80 some. 80 it's some. 87, 89 maybe. 89. And what sucks is you have gotten to the point. I'm the older brother. Correct. I, I, as I recall, yeah. Yeah, I have two years on Connor, and historically, I beat him at most video games, but (laughs) things have changed over the last handful of years, and Smash, I cannot win anymore. And I I promise there's a point to all this. We're getting there. Uh, But Connor always picks random. (laughs) He doesn't have a character that he, I'm, he has characters that are his favorite, but if he's playing with me or online that I've seen, whatever, he just picks random. 
and uses whatever character and beats me. Or he's not invincible either. He's I've, I've witnessed him lose before. But uh, he's very good. Um, there are cracks in my armor. There, yes. There are. It's possible. Well, you you accomplished something. Yes. You you beat the game if there is such a I, such a thing to be accomplished. I would like to say so. I I mean there are things you can do to I don't have like 99 of every item in the game or sure. anything. I'm, I haven't maxed everything out, but uh-huh. I have collected all the spirits. Mm-hmm. I have completed classic mode with everybody. I've done pretty much all the single player stuff. But yes, there's 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 Another... a higher there's a higher <laughs> tier here that yes. we are yet to reach. There is a higher plane of uh of winning <laughs> that is at hand here. And yeah. uh and we I mean it's no secret. I mean we we've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I've talked about Elite Smash and I don't know have I ever like specifically verbalized on this podcast that like my goal was to get everybody there or that I was almost there like by the end of the year? No, I don't okay. I I don't think i would recall that being recorded okay it was always kind of there i wanted to do it by the end of last year that was kind of my my year-long goal and i Mm -hmm. didn't quite make that but i did do it i i got every character to elite smash and which is insane he has ranked up all 80 something of these characters enough to enter like the ranked mode the there's casual play and then once you prove that you are good enough once you reach this certain global score they put you in what is called elite smash and if you lose enough times in the elite smash they'll kick you back out and you have to get back in mm-hmm. and so like it's it really is a higher field of play that <laughs> and this is this is where it gets embarrassing. I've gotten my main character up into elite like twice, I think, and a couple matches later, I'm kicked back down. Mm. And you know, that's I'm sure for a handful of reasons. Uh, but you have managed to get them all there. I want to condition this mm-hmm. and say that it was tough and it was difficult and it was genuinely challenging and genuinely very frustrating and genuinely very unfair <laughs> but i don't want i don't think it's super impressive just to say, the online system is broken it's sure. broken uh-huh. it and not as in like it's not like imbalanced necessarily but it's just like the infrastructure is just illogical mm-hmm. and doesn't make sense you can kind of cheese your way into Elite Smash. There are ways to make it easier, kind of. You're still kind of rolling the dice, but you... Play certain game types, play with certain yeah. kinds of people. It it can be less impressive than it sounds. For me, I tried to do it as authentically as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting my first character to, to Elite was like a, a marathon in itself. And then from there, I mean, I don't know, I just kept grinding for it. Mm-hmm. And... I do think I I recall mentioning on this podcast at one point they did alter it a little bit. So the way it works, the way the elite status works, like you said, it's per character of the 80 some characters you can play your favorite. I my main character as it were is Samus. So you each character has like their own GSP value, which stands for global smash power. It's just a weird term for like your rank sort of. Mm-hmm. 
um, and it's in like the millions. Like it starts at a default of like eight million, and if you win a match, it gets bumped up to mm-hmm. nine million something. Eight and a half million. Yeah. yeah. It and it's it's really arbitrary. It's <laughs> really really hard to figure out w- how it works. Uh-huh. It's it's really it doesn't make sense. What I could tell was. It, it it knows when you haven't played a character yet. At least in this in this most current iteration, what I feel like I've mentioned before is that they changed the way it worked mm-hmm. in that it, they made it easier to get those values up. Oh, interesting. Or, or made the the entry number you need, like whatever sure. threshold you need to reach to get to Elite Smash, whether, whether that's like 10 million something, mm-hmm. easier to get to. Or they lowered it or something. Interesting. I'm pretty sure they changed it at some point to make it easier. But... At least for the past while, what I've understood is that when you start playing a character online, the more you win when you start, the mm. easier it is to get to Elite Smash. I don't remember this exactly, but I'm pretty sure I played like Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. I suck with Duck Hunt. I yeah. hate Duck Hunt. But if you start at the base level, 8 million, whatever, and you win two matches, it'll bump you up to 10 million, whatever, Yeah. straight up, and you'll get to Elite Smash and done. Over <laughs> with that character. Don't have to touch him again. Sure. Meanwhile, Wario, mm-hmm. I like Wario, but I really suck with Wario. And I can, like, one-on-ones especially, like, mm-hmm. people just dance around. And I don't, I don't I'm not good at strategizing, or at least I wasn't. And so I'll lose a bunch of matches, and I'll mm-hmm. keep getting bumped all the way back down to, like, 3 million, which did happen, and I had to climb <laughs> yeah. all the way back up. But the more you lose, or the, or the more you play, mm-hmm. the, the smaller the increases get right so when i got bumped down all the way down to like three million it one win would be like a couple hundred thousand yeah and so i had to win like i don't know eight or nine matches in a row to even get back to like eight million or so sure sure and it's it's so it's weird and arbitrary and it doesn't make sense very frustrating just, I mean, just from that, like, purely infrastructural level, it is it is frustrating, like, mm-hmm. having to just, like, grind and grind and get this number up just to get <laughs> to this mode that mm-hmm. already doesn't make sense. So, that, so that's how that works. I do want to illustrate why this whole elite status thing is bogus anyway, uh-huh. because the online service... For Smash has also kind of notoriously been pretty subpar. Sure. Brawl's online netcode was garbage, mm-hmm. like infamously. Oh, yeah. But Smash for Wii U did it in an interesting way because it, from the get-go, separated casual play from competitive play. Right. It had two online modes that you could just choose. Mm-hmm. You could choose for fun. For glory. Or for glory. And for fun had items. It was all the stages. It was like you could choose between four-player free-for-all uh-huh, or like uh-huh. team battles. And then for glory was one-on-one Final Destination. Like at, yeah. at that's all it was. And there was no ranking or anything. It was just for fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, for glory. You know, <laughs> there, was no, there was nothing to work your way up. There was no point system, no ranking sure. or anything. It was you were playing because it was fun to play. Mm-hmm. And Competitively. Yeah, exactly. It was engaging. And that's that's how I played. And I understand the incentive to like work towards something, to get mm-hmm. like a reward for playing. But the, the elite status in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate just doesn't make much sense because it's not like it doesn't change anything. 
mm-hmm. it's mostly one-on-ones and like team battles when you get up to the elite status but like you still have just the same amount of chance of winning or losing as like even some of the lower levels sure you know what sure. i mean and so i wish this like more competitive um incentive was just kind of placed to the side optional right instead right, of right. having to like grind your way up mm-hmm. all the way up to it i don't know it's it's it is very silly and arbitrary mm-hmm. all of it all that to say it has revealed to me the true abyss of darkness that oh, no. exists in the hearts of humans oh no um i mean i know the smash fan base is like notoriously gross and toxic and you know like uh, we're part of it so like I, right. you know tongue in cheek sure. a little bit but like, and it is and but i mean but i mean but i mean this i think it's they're also just known to be like the deepest of the nerds like the most difficult un- to please unsavory of, <laughs> of nerd types yes. um that's a it's definitely a stereotype and it, there which and you know maybe there's some truth there but i think I think I really just like am experiencing what people experience when they play online games normally, mm-hmm. and I just don't like play that much competitive online stuff sure. other than Smash, and I'm just like get <laughs> just experiencing what people experience all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, toxic behavior online. I don't know. League of Legends, Call of Duty, whatever you whatever your poison is. I feel like it's kind of unavoidable. Yeah. Uh, but Smash. But but. The infrastructure that is that is in place for this online system rewards poor play, unfair play, unsportsmanship. Uh, yes, unsportsmanlike un- conduct. Unsportsmanlike. It, I mean, yeah, it, it like it. It doesn't necessarily reward it, but mm-hmm. it does not punish it, mm-hmm. and it, it in fact also punishes the other player. Right. I'm thinking of disconnections. Is that yes. at all where yes. you're heading? That is pretty much the the impetus of it um so it's not teabagging it's not you know you can't even taunt online which is but that's the (laughs) that's the dumb thing is like you can tell where they like kind of cared or kind of tried because yeah you can't use the characters taunts online Uh but you can use like these preset messages and you can teabag Mm -hmm. like instead of taunting people just teabag yeah which, Which gets me. It yeah. Tri- oh, yeah. It's oh, worse. Oh, my goodness. It triggers me so bad. I it's know not it better. <laughs> I know it shouldn't, but it gets me. I am right there with you. I think it's silly. And then, like, and people's names can be whatever they want, mm-hmm. too. So you'll see, like, Trump or, like, yeah. whatever controversial thing, COVID-19, mm-hmm. abortion spelled with zeros or something. You know, yeah. just, like, kids being edgy. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I want to kick Nintendo. your butt anyway <laughs> and then you lose to them and then they or you're winning and then they disconnect because they're a kid and then you're just like well and so so the disconnect issue is that okay let's say i'm playing a one-on-one online and for whatever reason doesn't matter my opponent disconnects mm-hmm. what happens is there's a huge lag spike mm-hmm. there is about five to ten seconds where the the match freezes Mm-hmm. And there's a loading thing at the bottom of the screen, and then the match continues. I mean, quote unquote, you don't know if someone really disconnected. Interesting. When you've played for a thousand hours, you can tell in a heartbeat. Yeah. You can you can tell when they're about to disconnect even, <laughs> um, from their behavior. Mm-hmm. What really happens is when someone disconnects, the game locks up and tries to figure out what to do, and it and it 
to carry on that match, it just makes that opponent a computer player. Okay. Um, so the match continues, and you can still win or lose, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a computer player. And so what happens when the other person disconnects, when the match is over, because mm-hmm. they're not playing anymore, n- no one's score, no one's GSP is affected. Right. I don't, even if I win, I don't get any. Mm-hmm. But if I lose, I also don't lose any. Sure. Because it's not a real match, quote unquote, because I'm playing against a computer, mm-hmm. somebody disconnected. And again, it doesn't outright tell you if anyone disconnected. Yeah. Uh, it just lets the match go on. You learn the, and the, then, the signs. Yeah, you and you don't know essentially until the match is over when you don't gain or lose any GSP. Mm-hmm. And you can't leave a match. You All you can do is like turn your console off or go to the home menu and close the game. That's how you disconnect. Mm-hmm. What happens if I do that is... I come back to the game and it says a little warning pops up when you try to log on online mm-hmm. and it says you disconnected in your battle. Uh, don't do that. If you do it too much, we will suspend you from play for a little bit, mm-hmm. which means like you can't play for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it's right. Um But what happens is that it takes my GSP for that character down. Really? Yes. In like a pretty significant portion, like a few matches worth. Oh. And that's something that people don't understand. What people don't understand that are playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate online is when to read if someone disconnects, what that means for the players involved in the match, uh-huh. and the person that disconnects because like or rage quits does not understand that that is lowering their GSP and suspending everybody else's GSP. And essentially, I mean... I don't know. You're playing for fun. Yeah, you want to finish the match sometimes because it's a fun match and you, it's, you're you playing a game for fun. Yeah. But when you're grinding for GSP because you're trying <laughs> to get every 87 characters all the way up to 10 million from 3 million and you're winning because you're good yeah. and someone disconnects because they're not having fun anymore <laughs> or you have a two-stock lead on them and... You, they, they think that they're getting the better of you, but it's better for them if they just finish it out and lose because they're right. losing less GSP mm-hmm. than they would if they disconnected. And I'm not getting anything because yeah. it's, yeah. And and when you're playing team matches or multi-man matches, yep. people don't know the sign when someone disconnects uh-huh. because they don't know what that lag spike is. Uh-huh. It just happens. And so when I see that, I'm like, well, Whatever, and I'll self-destruct. I'll like, I'll fall off you on purpose. You in the match sometimes, uh-huh. depending. I mean, if it's just like, sure, it, it doesn't because it, it doesn't matter unless yeah. I, unless it's like fun and unless other like I can tell like the others are like into it. Yeah. Um, but then there's also kind of like a mystery of like which one of y'all is the disconnector? <laughs> Who did it? Uh-huh. Because you can tell in players' behavior when they're a computer or not. Mm-hmm. You can tell in the way they play. You can tell when a with a thousand hours of experience, of course, uh-huh. you can tell when a player is a computer <laughs> or not, and it's pretty impressive, I have to say. Depending on the level, like the 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 GSP level, I guess, uh-huh. because the computers can be really good mm-hmm. or they can be really bad. Like I will, I will applaud whatever technical programming ability is present that's like adapts the skill level sure. to the computer. You can tell behavior-wise, but, like, if somebody is, like, pretty good, mm-hmm. but they disconnect, the computer will still be pretty good. That's cool. And uh, and vice versa. Uh-huh. But, yeah, when you're playing with 
more than two people, three, four, it essentially, I mean, it, again, it's fun, whatever, you're playing Smash, it's a party game. Mm-hmm. But if you're hunting for GSP, it just becomes a colossal waste of time. Yeah. And even if yeah. you self-destruct, you still have to wait for the other people to figure it out or mm-hmm. be like, well, and self-destruct or finish out the match. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh my goodness. Just not fun. It stops being fun. You can set your preferred match settings, mm-hmm. right? Items on, items off, select yeah. a stage, random you, stage, right. stage hazards. So yeah. all that is great. Customization is awesome. Mm-hmm. You should be able to line into matches that you want, the kind of matches that you want to play. Yeah. But that's not how it works. Uh-huh. That is not how it works. No. That is not how it is set up. <laughs> what happens is all the players are in the lobby and it chooses one of those settings from random. One, yeah. One player's preferences yes, um, are selected as the default match. Per match, randomly, I'll mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. It's not like for that lobby, it's like one It's one of those. It's yeah. like each match that's queued up is just like one random person's settings. <laughs> so I play with the settings off because I it shakes it up. I don't like doing just one-on-ones because I think there's a higher probability of my butt getting kicked. Mm-hmm. And four-player, four free-for-alls are just not always fun. Uh, So I like to shake it up. So I don't have my preferences on. So it gets randomly assigned or it randomly assigns one setting from the three other people that I'm with or Mm. two other people or whatever. And the worst possible setting, the most colossal waste of time (laughs) is, and and it's common. Really? Seven minutes... Stamina match, uh-huh. four players, 300 HP. It's bad? Oh, it's horrible. Seven minutes is a long time. Seven minutes is a very long time. That's the I lo- did cringe when you said that. That's the longest time you can set. Sure. Three, How long does it take? To 300 do- HP is the maximum HP setting. Okay. I'm trying to think of like what I think of as normal. Maybe 150 or something? It's the set. I think the options are 150 and 300. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, 150 is like generally the amount of time it takes to take like a, a stock in a normal match. Right. 150. Mm-hmm. And, but it's stamina. It's not like the momentum of a normal match where you're knocking each other out and like, will this be the hit that like gets them off the, the screen? Um, it's just jabbing and jabbing uh-huh. and using the same moves and jabbing and, and, and forever, forever. <laughs> and there's, and there's no, even if there's a, stock advantage because there can easily be a stock advantage because some characters have bad recovery mm-hmm. and you'll lose a stock from falling off. Yep. Which happens a lot. Sure. So there will be a clear stock advantage. And even if that were the case, you can't wait for the timeout because it's <sighs> seven minutes. Right. That's so long. It's mm-hmm. longer than it sounds even. It's yeah. a, it's an eternity. This is where this is very important. Mm. If I am in a four-player free-for-all, uh, seven-minute, three hundred <laughs> HP stock or stamina thing, and I lose first, uh-huh. I would rather disconnect. Yep. Than sit through that. That is fair enough. That's where that comes in. It's like if I'm in it and it's an ep- like people set those settings because it makes it feel epic. It makes it feel like a big, uh-huh. long, epic battle, uh-huh. and that's like what it feels like. Because I remember. When I was a kid, I would set the time limit to infinity uh-huh. because I wanted it to be like a true test of like right. whoever loses to first loses. Exactly. And that's what that feels like. People set seven minutes so that the match itself can last as long as it should. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But it, it shouldn't. It should not <laughs> last that long. Um, 
And so I don't fault anybody for disconnecting uh-huh. in a match like that. But that happens. And say I'm not the person that disconnects. Say somebody loses first and then they disconnect. And I'm like, well, screw it. And I SD. I still have to watch Johnny and Jimmy mm-hmm. bash at each other for seven minutes on my screen <laughs> until yeah. the match is over. Yeah. Or I get penalized. Mm-hmm. If I say I don't want to watch this, I want to play the game again. Right. If I disconnect, that's I get silly. It's punished. Uh-huh. And that's absurd. That is what I sat through. That is what I did <laughs> for 1,045 hours to, with every single character. That is what I what I decided to do with my year and with my free time. You did it. For days on end. Who was the most difficult to get up there? You said you suck with Duck Hunt. I've definitely thought about this. Wario was someone that I tried and then I just dropped like mm-hmm. or like I just like bombed like all the way down uh-huh. my my score and then I was like I'm can't pick this character up again. Mm-hmm. I can't I'm not going to come back to this and right. I eventually had to and I honestly working my way up was not as hard somehow or didn't take mm-hmm. as much time. And this question I do think it technically implies like which character you're worst with, right? No, because the system is works against you actively. Like, <laughs> did you hear the the, the, the thirty okay. minute rant I just yeah? Okay, made? You're, you're right. You're I right. mean, what? Honestly, like, uh, half of all of this was just to like accomplish a, the silly goal, like uh-huh. have get my little medal, like get them all to elite, like just like to say I did. Yeah. But also, I mean, it was it earnestly was to give each character like a fair shake and mm-hmm. like. When you lose a lot, you figure out what you're doing wrong and you figure out what the what the tricks are to like being well, performing well with them and like mm-hmm. getting good with them, you sure. know? You, it's a the the harder you fall, the harder you have to work to get your pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Even though the system is like broken and not doing you <laughs> any favors, there are plenty of times, I won't say equal amount of times, but still plenty of earnest times where it's a good one-on-one and you're figuring out how to outplay other people with a specific character mm-hmm. with specific specific tools and that's at cool. your disposal. It's and that's the when rewarding. The game, that's yeah. that's like feels good. I love Super Smash Bros. I love playing Super Smash Bros. And that's when the game is working at its best. That's what it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. You know? Um Snake sucked. Diddy Kong sucked. Diddy Kong sucks, man. Olimar sucked. <laughs> Mega Man took a long time. Bad with Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Maybe I didn't have any fun. <laughs> all these characters. <laughs> so Samus was a breeze to get up there. Who else are you? I don't know. Who are your other mains? Samus, Incineroar, Meta Knight. Meta Knight was a long time ago. Meta Knight was closer to when the game released. Mm-hmm. But I remember it. I remember sitting for hours and hours trying to make that happen. Even though I consider myself like pretty good with him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I expected to experience ptsd more often scrolling down this list of all the characters yeah but few fewer memories are resurfacing than i than i expected which is honestly probably for the best (laughs) that i block sure block all the bad times out crom took a long time i was gonna say are you any good with the swordsman because like they don't you know they're not the same but Mm. they feel similar and you know or how do you how do you fare with fire emblem i like roy and crom I think they they feel good to use. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough with Marth. I'm not fast enough. I'm not. I don't. 
Right. You you, you got to be ready to be quick with Marth. Little Mac feels good to me because he's super fast, but you get up close. Uh-huh. With Marth, you have to be fast and quick, but you have to have like a certain amount of distance mm-hmm. because he mm-hmm. has like the tip effect on his sword, right. which is his sweet spot. And Lucina feels weird because, because she doesn't have that sweet spot. Uh-huh. And like she's just has that speed and that distance, but no like real explicit strategy or or technique to employ there. But I do like Roy and Crom. I'm bad with Link. Link has too many options. Really? Yeah, too many tools. Like uh, Mm -hmm. the reset, like the the remote bombs. Yeah. And and that's how most people play him. And like kind of how you should. Zone with the bomb. Yeah. And it's just like spam your projectiles and Mm -hmm. like it's not spamming, it's zoning. (laughs) Same for Belmonts. Yeah. Oh, I play Terry. I like Terry a lot. Ken was really hard. I like Terry a lot, but there's something about Ryu and Ken that feel really weird to play to me that I can't completely grasp. Mm-hmm. Why don't you like Greninja? <laughs> he's lame. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dumb. He's my main boy. He was. He's weird. He's he, cool. He is cool, but he's weird. He's. I don't like his jump. Huh. It's one of the higher jumps in the game, but yeah. it has a weird like delay yeah like a little bounce to it yeah mm-hmm. i don't it felt weird to me it's not and like timing that with this forward air the slash is yeah. like one of his better moves right it's really hard it was like not it's it's good when it works but it's like very hard to like technically employ a lot of the time right with all that conditioning of like the online system out of the way i do want to say like i it, it yes i can beat you all the time yes all my characters are to elite status and i had to like I have learned and mastered all the characters, you know, mm-hmm. on paper. and I, But I'm still at that place where, like, I can beat all my friends mm-hmm. with random. I do play random. That is correct. I like, I mean, it's still good practice. It's I like playing all the characters. I have my mains, but I like playing with everybody. It's yeah. a fun game. But it's still, I'm still at that point where, I, where if, when I step my toe into a remotely competitive ring, I can still get my butt handed to me. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird place to be. Knowing the game front to back in a in a lot of ways, but like, I don't know, still a long way to go in some ways. I do think, for better or worse, it's a kind of practice that you aren't, you don't have slash aren't able to have. Like, you know, you you've got to play offline with people all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, to, that, to that get are like, better than you, too. right? To you get really I mean? good, which is and that, and that's something that's like, I mean, hard to obviously hard to orchestrate, exactly. You know? Unless uh, you are part of the core yeah. Smash Bros. tournament scene, which, which I, uh, I follow some local groups like that, you know, yeah. I'm in and we, them. And we've done a few. Yeah. And but it's, it's hard to, like, really integrate yourself, I guess. Yeah. It's easier when you're at home playing online anonymously than, like, going out and, like, I don't know, doing it in person. It just yeah. takes a lot of time and energy. Not from any sort of, like, I don't know, holier-than-thou or better-than-thou standpoint, but I just feel like I don't have the time for it, mm-hmm. which is ironic, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all things considered. <laughs> uh, but to, like, take it very seriously, yes, you do have to kind of, like, invest yourself mm-hmm. one level up that I don't feel like I really have, like, the time or energy for. Mm-hmm. Um, I am content being a casual pro. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As uh-huh. it were. At Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And that is almost all I have to say on the matter, I guess. That seemed like a really good, like, 
release, though. I don't know. It yeah. seemed like a good you, 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 you are frustrations yeah. that have been building. Well, I have been saving. I mean, part of I, earnestly, I know it's been a while since we've been on the show, but a big part of it, it's been a huge time sink, obviously, and a big part of the motivation was to like be able to talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, to to say that I got there and to like to have a reason to talk about Super Smash Bros is like we could do it for some reason or we we could do it because I passed a milestone. Right. You know, and it's and it's time to put a nail in the coffin. Well, to pry that nail back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe just to kind of close out the show, I think. What do you think is next for Super Smash Brothers? I don't know. That's something um it's a, it's a it's a bizarre kind of scary thought. I mean, just by principle of it being ultimate, they brought everybody together. It is just the most complete package that you can think of. It's like, what do you add more? And obviously more characters, more stages or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, how do you make it better? With every entry, there's always been room to improve or to expand. But it's also always been like, how can this get any bigger or mm-hmm. better? And Lord knows that this one is a licensing and balancing nightmare. Yeah. I Like, yeah. To all the different properties from all the different companies and all like I mean just balance making sure that 87 characters are properly balanced across yeah. all stages they all stand a chance against each other yeah and that everybody can have and and maintaining that line between party game and fighting game <laughs> right. that the fact that people made this party game into a competitive fighting game <laughs> is, is wild mm-hmm. and the fact that development wise they've managed to toe that line yeah. for so long and and managed to please all parties involved is incredible and is is a huge testament to just how much fine tuning goes into every aspect of the game mm-hmm. um and has i mean even for the past 3 years all the new characters they've introduced and all the patches and stuff they've released for all sure. the balancing stuff and it's hard to imagine I mean, I know I just said that it feels this way t- with each entry, but it, it's it's hard to imagine it getting even bigger right. while still maintaining any sort of credibility as far as like being a fight, a proper balanced fighting game or fun for all party game. Sure. And that being said, Masahiro Sakurai, the mm-hmm. director for the game and the series so far, ha- is stepping out of Ultimate. Right. Some people have theorized, I think, with false hope that like, there's still going to be content drops, just not directed by Sakurai. <laughs> because it's still making money. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And if Nintendo wants it, if Nintendo wants to, like, license more stuff for it, then, mm-hmm. like, maybe they'll make it happen. But as far as Sakurai's direction concern is concerned, he's stepping away. He has commented, and you can kind of see that, like, I mean, working on this game especially, let alone the whole series, has kind of, like, ground him down to the bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just there's ex- plenty of interviews yeah, <laughs> with him expressing those feelings. Just exhausted. Yeah, but I also he also comes off as like it. It seems like he doesn't want to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Kind of. He likes playing video games a lot, <laughs> and maybe he could direct a different kind of game, like another Kid Icarus or something. It would be cool. Yeah, give him a break from Smash at least. But I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't think anything more expansive is possible. I agree. I think we'll get a a port to whatever's next for Nintendo of Ultimate maybe to mm. keep the span going and maybe that's when we'll, we'll see more content drop for it a few more characters for Ultimate, or something Ultimate X yeah yeah um, 
But so that's interesting because the the theories are like yes, we will never see Sora again. We will never see lots of these bizarre Steve from Minecraft. Mm. Like goodbye, all in the same game. <laughs> it was fun. Sans Undertale and yeah. Cuphead. Yeah, crazy. Like, and so. A complete reworking of the series, you know, is what I see people theorizing, you know. Sure. And I'm trying to just picture a Super Smash Bros. that feels more like a Tekken or something like, you know what I mean? I I imagine it more as like an arena fighter, kind of like, um, you ever play... Have you played any anime game from the past like decade? Yeah, yeah. Like the Naruto Ninja Storm games or the Pokemon Tournament too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think feel like I don't want that sure after ultimate but I don't think they can do anything super a whole lot better than mm-hmm. what they've done in the current format I don't know it, I mean it feels I mean more than ever they can either make a fighting game or make a party game you mm-hmm. know they could make it one or the other sure. more so yeah uh, but to toe the line that they have anymore would be really pushing it, it yeah it feels like it feels un- unaccomplishable yeah. But who knows? Or it would take somebody with a very clear vision to to but, top it. But Sakurai's the only guy that I can. Know. I know. You know? That's the, the, he is the man with the vision, but... I don't know. Time will tell. The scary thing is, with the pattern of releases between Super Smash Bros. games historically, mm-hmm. we might know sooner than we think. That's uncomfortable. Isn't that scary? Mm-hmm. All right. And I guess final question. Are you still playing it? I'm taking a big break. I I like Sakurai. Need <laughs> to take a, a step away from the franchise, maybe for a little bit. Fair um, enough. Well deserved for both of you. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of it comes from fear of like if I hop online and I play a character and I lose uh-huh. and I'm gonna get out of Elite with yeah. that character, I'm gonna be like, God dang it. I'm gonna <laughs> and have to work my way right. back up. But yeah, I mean I do. Whenever friends wanna play and sometimes I'll pick it up online. Sure. But yeah, it, I feel like it's in a good resting place for the time being until I have a better reason to pick it up. Also, Sora's cool. Sora's a good character. We never did an episode yeah. on the release, but he's yeah. great. Sora good fun. deserved an episode, but we yeah. were busy and whatnot. I definitely thought it was going to be um, the Chosen Undead from Dark Souls for a, for a hefty second there. Really, actually? Do you remember the trailer? Sora's reveal trailer. Oh, the little flame yeah. that was sitting right there. Okay. Are you kidding me? That's in so the darkness. That's so true. Are you? Are you Sora's cool too. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. All right, guys. What Thank do you have you. to say? How is? Do you like Super Smash Ultimate? I love Super Smash Ultimate. I just suck at it. Cool. I. Yeah, <laughs> I good talk. Yeah, I just. In all seriousness, I I hold this game up as. It, and I, I feel like I deserve crap for it, but one of the best games of all time. I just think it is such a masterpiece of creativity and representation and... Uh, it really is a masterpiece. It's, it's just it deserves to be appreciated for all that it contains. I don't, mm. I'm tired of jacking off to Smash <laughs> Ultimate. But, uh, Tell but, me about <laughs> it. But, yeah. Goodness gracious. I do think it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of game that I don't know the next time I'll see something to its scale. Definitely. So. For sure. Well, thank you for sticking with us through our personal accounts of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I yes. had a good time. I as well. Thanks for uh, being patient. 
<laughs> and I'm sorry we're a little late on the anniversary of Smash, and also I didn't make it before the end of the year, but I tried. <laughs> I was close. I made it. I did. I finished the elite thing in January. Nice. Still counts. It still counts. Well, all right, guys. If you are not following us on the podcast platform that you're listening to us on right now, please hit subscribe. You should rate us as well. Drop us some stars or whatever they're doing over there. Ching. And find us on Instagram at Nintendo's Podcast. If you want to follow us there, we post some great gaming content. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. My name is Brayden. And I am Connor. And this has been Nintendo's. We will see you next time. Love you. <laughs>